Welcome to the old Talk CDL Ruthann. The old? Well, you know, Talk CDL has actually been here since 2017. So we're technically, um, I'd say 2015 rather, we're technically um, seven years old. Mm-hmm. That's Talk CDL for you. So old Talk CDL. Welcome to Talk CDL. Got a few things I want to talk to you about today. You want to guess? No. <laughs> You know, you know, here's what, really what I want to talk about today. One of the main things I want to talk about is beware of team driving. Beware of team? Team driving. And you had something else that you had, uh, you want to talk about. What was that? Um, Rhode Island. Rhode Island? Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, just, you just want to talk about them in general or? No, they had, um, Rhode Island had filed back in like 2018 where they wanted to charge truckers for tolls going on their roads so that the truckers would have to pay to upgrade their roads or I remember that. to do all that. It was recent, like um, a year ago. Well, I mean, it was, they, they did it a few, a bit ago, like where they filed it, where they wanted it to happen, but it only took effect where the court date itself, where it was finalized just recently. Oh, so they are going to be a toll road now? No. 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 Good. Well, let's, no. let's, let's talk about it. Give so, it to me now. Whatever. It, um, not whatever. Sorry. It says, Rhode Island's toll scheme directed at certain types of tractor trailers was ruled unconstitutional. Well, well, it is if you're if you're targeting a certain group. Right. So by a federal court on Wednesday in the sound defeat for the state's attempt to make the trucking industry pay for the repair of its roads and bridges. William E. Smith, the presiding U.S. District Court judge, wrote in a colorful conclusion to the case that the country's smallest state since at least the 1980s had begrudged its reputation as little more than a fast lane to Cape Cod and other attractions in New England, and that the plan to tax trucks and only trucks was indeed discriminatory and illegal. So they had little man syndrome. Yes. Now, I'll tell you why. Because they're, they're a little state, but they got pissed off. They even said it in there. Mm-hmm. We're just a, fe- you're just using us to get to the good places. <laughs> That's what it said. You just said it, it was merely just a fast lane to get to, to mm-hmm. where? To Boston and all that? Up to New England, up yeah. to like the different stuff up there. Yeah. If you're going up, if you're going Cape skiing, Cod. Yeah, if you're going skiing, Cape Cod, you want to Baston, you know, all that other stuff. Baston. Right? I just thought I'd just try to talk. <laughs> Try to talk like them, you know. Yeah. Pack you can to do you ad, you know. But anyways, the the New Englanders, mm-hmm. all right. I, I lived in New Hampshire for quite a while, so I, I I understand the goofy accent that they have up there. But the uh, article clearly is saying that they're a little bit jealous. They're a little bit pissy over the fact that nobody wants to stop there. They're just using their state to just zip through, and so we're going to charge you. We're going to charge you to get to Boston. What's sad is they wanted to charge a range from $2.25 to $9.50. For what? $9 for what? $9.950 from $2.25 to $9.50. Um, the island began collecting the tolls, which ranged from $2.25 to $9.50 in 2018 along I-95. The Rhode Island Department of Transportation, in a quarterly update earlier this summer, said that it has been collecting tolls at 12 locations across the state. And that work design, work to design a 13th location was still ongoing. 
Rhode Island DOT said on its website it had hoped to collect almost $45 million in tolls each year. The tolls themselves have been in the works since 2015. One million, but $45 million. $45 million. <laughs> the department noted that revenues from active locations were consistent and on target with projections in the third fiscal quarter. Judge Smith nodded, nodded, he nodded. He gave the nod. To the state's deep need for infrastructure funding and the several delays to the implementation of the tolls, in his opinion, but ultimately sided with the American Trucking Association. My mic's too low. Go ahead. I'll just have to scoot down because it's a little. Okay, so the judge sided with... um, American Trucking Association, M&M Transport Services, and Cumberland Farms, who filed suit in 2018. So I guess it was those agencies or and those companies filed the suit with um, Rhode Island to state that they um, were being unconstitutional by trying to charge truckers only for these fines or for these tolls. See, they would have been better off just putting in tolls and charging everybody. Yep. Instead, they just wanted to pick on the trucking. I mean, how stupid can you get? You don't single people out when you're going to charge money for entrance. That's racist. It, it, well, I, I don't know that truckers are a race, but it it's kind of racist. It's kind it's of discriminatory. like... It's, dis, it's definitely discriminatory. You're picking out a group of people and saying, we're going to charge you guys, but we're not going to charge the rest of the, mm-hmm. the general public. Yeah, because... That's like, that's like, you know, did you know, this is not a joke. Back when I was younger in Pennsylvania, now I don't know if it's still this way. They had gotten in trouble for having ladies night because like on, it was used to be Wednesday night and I'm just talking about in the bar rooms, Uh right? In the, in the dance places and all Uh they would have where ladies only had to pay a dollar. Right. And then their drinks were half off or whatever it was. Right. Mm -hmm. And it was every Wednesday was ladies night. Well, believe it or not, a bunch of people got together and said, this is discrimination. BS. You know, the guys have to pay full, full rate and, and for their drinks and everything. And the ladies don't. And they actually ruled on the guy's side. It was like, you can't do that. You cannot just say it's ladies night. So I wonder if they still do it back if they're doing it again. But I know that for the longest time, man, they took that away. That's why a lot of men in in, in, in that area are still single. Because <laughs> they gave up ladies' night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, look, listen. You're so beside yourself. It's funny. It was but, funny. Yeah. Man, it was funny <laughs> to you. <laughs> no, but but no, seriously. When you think about it, when you think about it, right? You know, you're talking about on the level of government for a second here, right? The leaders of, of Rhode Island came up with this brainy idea. <laughs> We're going to be discriminating against the truckers. The truckers that are bringing us supplies. And, and, <laughs> and here's the best part about it. Normally, these guys, before they enact something, their lawyers weigh in also. <laughs> so, so can you imagine the smart lawyers in, in Rhode Island they too went, good idea. Let's get them truckers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what? I'm, I got to tell you, honestly, you might want to move to Rhode Island. They're not the brightest. You might be able to <laughs> get away with more. You might be able to get away with a bunch of stuff up there. Um, okay, so now it was ruled unconstitutional. Mm-hmm. Rhode Island is now not going to have the toll road. Is that correct? 
That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Okay. Or maybe they're going to, Oh, maybe they're listening to the podcast. Maybe they'll charge. I mean, honestly, why wouldn't you just charge everybody for your damn toll road? I mean, that doesn't even make sense. It makes, I never even been on a toll where it said, we only charge truckers. Everybody else gets tried. Yeah, I get it. And they're trying to say, oh, the heavy trucks, they do more damage. And truck, trucks do more damage, but they pay a, a, a hefty tax. Truckers pay what's called the heavy highway use tax. Mm-hmm. So every trucking company has to pay that. And for each truck, it's fi- and it, it hasn't changed in a long time. It's, it's $550 every year for every truck. To be registered in the United States, they have to pay what's called the the twenty two ninety or the heavy highway use tax. Mm-hmm. So, and this is supposed to be going towards you know rep- what do they do with the money? What what do they really do? You, we've, I've been in some on some roads where you're going. Where what are they doing with the money in this state? Yeah, you're just going like this. You know, Pennsylvania and Arkansas had like the worst reputation for years. I don't know. I've, it's been a while since I drove, so I don't know who has like the. We had a. I'm going to do a podcast on the worst roads in America. Well, well, we just we. I just had to get a front end alignment. Well, actually, was it four tire alignment because it's all wheel drive. I had to do that because my Florida. car was out of a line. Well, I only drove 19, and because of all the construction, it's well if knocking you, my car out. Yeah, if you're a trucker and you're coming through Citrus County, you know avoid 19. This this construction was supposed to be done three years ago, so here we are, and and the reason it's not done is because the big giant construction company went, Oh, we're going to go bankrupt. And, and they gonna... literally left all the equipment and everything sitting on the side of the road and, and, and took off. Yeah. It's crazy, but construction's back on the way. And uh, Florida is happy to tax you. Um, just like Rhode Island is. <laughs> so I, I would say, you know, I'm getting sick and tired of being taxed and toll roaded and, and, and everybody's got their hand out. People are about out of money. So, you know, it's about time we get a little bit of a break. Thank you, uh, Rhode Island, for messing up. <laughs> Shall we move on? How about we well, we go ahead and, and, and mention our sponsors, Ruthann. Today okay. we're brought to you by DriveWise. And that's D-R-I-V-E-W-Y-Z-E-Y-Z-E.com. And if you're looking to be able to bypass the tolls, or not the tolls, rather. If you're looking to be able to bypass the scale houses... Um, go check out DriveWise. If you already have like the competitors, go check the prices out on DriveWise. You you would be um, very happy to see what the results are. Um, uh, I'm hearing many companies have saved a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And that's D-R-I-V-E-W-Y-Z-E, and it's app-based. Go download it today. We're also brought to you today by LoadSmart. Camion's LoadSmart. It's their break-even calculator with high-priced fuel, low low. Um, uh, freight rates. Mm-hmm. It's a great time to download this free calculator. It'll help you run your business. And that's K-A-M-I-O-N dot I-O forward slash talk CDL. That's Camion dot I-O forward slash talk CDL for the free download. Get it and check it out. We're also brought to you by Carter Lumber. If you're looking for a class A or a class B, Home everyday local job. They've got 160 plus locations east of Mississippi. Chances are they have a local job near you. Go on their uh, website today at carterlumber.com forward slash talk CDL. And there's a little form right there. If you use that address, it takes you right to the form and they will contact you right away. Carterlumber.com forward slash talk CDL, which is us. Last but not least, National Carriers. They got those beautiful Kenworth T680s. Lease purchase and company drivers are welcome. 888-311-7076. That's 888-311-7076. Check them out today and let all our sponsors know that Talk CDL spent, sent you over here. Um, 
I was talking to Rick the other day at National. He said, we love it when there's a driver in our orientation that says, yeah, I heard about you guys on Talk CDL. So That's awesome. It really is. It's really cool. So moving on, uh, what did you have? Oh, you, you just I had did, it. I did it. You just had it. So, hey, so check this out. Okay. Team driving. Team, I'm going to tell you something. I've, I've been preaching against team driving all my life. First of all, I mean, you and I... kind of scared him from it. Well, you and I drove. I mean, let's be honest. We were teaming for a little bit, mm-hmm. and, and it wasn't your fault. You're, we're, we're a good driver. I'm not going to say you weren't a, were a bad driver. But here's the thing. With a lot of drivers, and, and some drivers just have nerves of steel. I don't. But, like, whenever... You, I, I'd be trying to fall asleep in the bunk, and I can hear that engine going faster. And I knew, okay, she's over the speed limit, okay, which is fine if you go five or 10 over. But this was back in the day when, like, for example, Ohio was still 55 miles an hour. And and I would, like, peek through the curtain, and then you'd be at, like, 65, and I'd be like, Ruthann, you will not get through this state 10 over without getting a ticket. But then what would even be worse, if I felt a little bump in the road, or I could feel a little swerve, or I could feel the truck going left or right, right? I could not sleep. I just couldn't do it. I would be diving through that curtain. How many times did I come through the curtain going, hey, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? How many times did I do that? Constantly. Constantly. And that was because I was... I was Especially in Pennsylvania. I was paranoid. It wind up on 80? Come on, man. And you're looking at windy mountain roads at 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. You're, you're cruising across the state. I'm... I'm Oh, yep, there you are. Going. But, and I usually had a front door. So usually when we were going across Ohio and I was doing a little bit more than the speed limit, I always had someone in head, ahead of me and behind me. I was like, I was like cookied. For you, for you new truckers out there, the word front door means you had somebody leading you. I did. I always had a yeah. leader. I had a leader and a follower. So I was cookied. But, but, um, what's really funny is if you're a really cute girl, which Ruth Ann is quite pretty, um, and, and <laughs> You're going to have truckers wanting to lead you through the state. You know what I mean? It's just the way it is. It's like like when a pretty girl goes into a bar, she never buys her own drinks. Because why? Because everybody wants to buy her drinks. So Ruth Ann was always getting a front door when I was sleeping. Somebody was always wanting to lead her across the state. Like like your knight in shining armor. CBs were big then too, so... Yeah, we did talk. And I've had quite a few drivers stick up for me while we're on the CB. And one stupid driver will come in there and start trying to be all... Well, yeah, and we could talk about don't. that. Yeah, it's but just, it really I always is. had a try. I always yeah. had someone saying, "You don't talk to a lady that way," or something. Yeah, there was always there was always a lot of good truck drivers. Mm-hmm. So team driving, um, I I literally um, was amazed at this article, and this is actually more extreme. I got to tell you, this is more extreme than. Um, uh, okay, I'm at the wrong article here. This is more extreme than. The, uh, you know, husband and wife teaming, the husband gets a little scared. Um, what happened is this, and, and, uh, and by the way, I got this article off of CDL life. So to credit them, check out CDL life. They're not a sponsor of the show, but they have the best trucker news out there. And if you want to catch up on current events, CDL life is definitely the place to check out. Okay. So listen to this one dead an officer involved shooting after Team driver reported being shot by co-driver. Yeah, exactly. Now, this story's just coming. It just only happened a day or two ago. So, it says multiple law enforcement 
agencies were involved in the fatal shooting of a person in Texas on Friday morning following a pursuit of an 18-wheeler that led to a shootout with police. So it says, shortly before 7 a.m., a 911 caller reported that he had been shot by his co-driver. I'm going to stop right there for a second. We'll we'll pick up the rest of this in a second. Co-drivers. This is what happens when a trucking company brings you in. I'll tell you who's famous for it. Covenant. I'm not putting Covenant down. But Covenant's famous, they are probably the biggest teaming company there is in the United States. I'm not saying this, that the truck driver is driving a Covenant truck. I'm saying Covenant, when you become, when you're a student driver with Covenant and you become a, and you go to work there, 90, at least it used to be 95% of their runs were, were team. If you didn't have a team partner, they'd match you up with somebody. Somebody you don't even know. CR England is another company. And again, uh, this is not me putting down these trucking companies, but everybody knows when you're done with CR England, uh, uh, let's say you, you go through their training and then you um, go out with a trainer for a couple of weeks. Once you're done that, they match you up with another guy that just barely became a truck driver and you have to team for so long. That's their rule. At least it was. So you get teamed up a lot. I'm not saying that you do, I mean, they have a lot of solo drivers, but they, when you first start driving, you're going to do some team driving. So when you go to a trucking company, a lot of the bigger ones that are going to match you up with a team partner, a lot of these, and this is why I preach against teaming, a lot of these relationships that really aren't relationships and bad. You know that. Well, you got, you've got two separate personalities and you can't, unless they're, they're really great personalities that can mesh together, then you're great. But if you have two alpha dogs it's not going to mesh. If you have two people that, that are control freaks, it's not going to mesh. You have to have, or I mean, you have a neat freak and a pig, a pig. That's not going to, those kind of situations, you have to make sure you really match them up. Great. I mean, and, and, and honestly, testosterone is one of the harder, I mean, I, yeah, estrogen can be really hard to, to do because, you know, they get PMS and stuff, but uh, testosterone well, women is, get along better than men do. Right. In, I mean, in closed quarters for sure. I mean, men, I'm not the, the testosterone is just, it's, it's, it's a bull thing, you know, it's, it's a very aggressive hormone. So and Dr. Ruth is now going to um, analyze. Well, you, if why. I want to do all Dr. Ruth, I got to get in that, that. Now try. <laughs> you know how you ever see her? She's like really tiny. And oh, that, that the German. <laughs> no. no, but seriously, if you think about it, though, you're in an orientation. And again, I'm not picking on Covenant Sierra England. I'm just saying this is what they were known for teaming people up. You end up meeting somebody. You can't. <laughs> You, you're not just because you you both like you know what I mean the Cowboys or, <laughs> or, or the Lakers or whatever right and you meet in orientation and you think it's going to be and then you get down the road and you realize well this guy hates it when it's hot in the truck so he's always putting the window down to the air conditioner on mm-hmm. and, and I and I'm freezing my brains out so now and I got a bad allergies I can't have the window down exactly I got allergies and you want the window down so now we're going to start arguing well. You know, I told you, I got to have this window down. I can't breathe right. I get stuffy nose. Well, I've got allergies. You can't put the window down. Next thing you know, it, that argument becomes other arguments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I noticed that you don't pick up your clothes on the floor. You know, you keep leaving your, you know, you, why don't you put your dirty clothes in a bag? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We're mm-hmm. sharing this, 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 this truck together. And turn your music down. 
Yeah. You know, this, I mean, there's tons. There's I don't even the, like your music. I mean, yeah. you. I hate that music. I mean, I like jazz. You like rock and roll. I mean, it's just one thing after another. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, there's truck drivers. You know how many drivers I've met that said I left him on the side of the road? I, you know, I was at a truck stop and I and I I just put his stuff out and I left. That mm. I've I've met a ton of those guys. And so that's I, uncool too. It is uncool, but you know what? It might have been saving the guy's life. I met a truck driver one time. He said he woke up. um, um, I guess they were at a a, a receiver. And they didn't barely barely know each other, this team. They just had teamed up recently. And this was in Kansas City. He said we were at a a receiver, and we we dropped our... our, our, uh, uh, trailer in the in the yard or in the door or whatever and they were going to unload it and then but they weren't going to be done for a few hours so they decided well this personal his partner decided to go for a ride looking for hookers and he said he was sleeping at the time and he woke up in a neighborhood and he woke up you know um he knew the truck wasn't running he got up and he looked out and there they were in this really you know, big city area where, you know, a, a part of, put it this way, a part of the city that where crime is very high, mm-hmm. drugs and hookers and stuff like that. And so now this guy wakes up and his partner apparently knew the city and he's over there trying to score hookers and, and do all kinds of stuff for the next couple hours. And how do you think that guy felt? You know I mean? He's, he, I think he was a married man from another state and and here's a guy that's wanting to party and do a bunch of stuff, you know, a few hours while while they're getting loaded or unloaded, whatever it was. Mm. Yeah, I mean, imagine. I mean, that's you don't do that with a company either. I mean, now that company's truck is sitting well, he, in the bad area. He reported it, obviously, you know. Um, so, anyways, so this this truck driver calls in at uh, at seven o'clock in the morning, not only to report his co-driver as being a bad guy, but report him for shooting him. He just shot me, (laughs) you know? So it says the Hardman County Sheriff's office was able to verify that the caller was in a, a moving vehicle southbound on us 287 east of Quana, Texas Q Q U A N A H. It says the HCSO located the semi truck still traveling south on US 287 and a 10-mile police pursuit ensued. According to the news, the driver of the 18-wheeler exited through the passenger door and opened fire. So he opens up guns a-blazing. Boom, 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 boom. He's going to, I mean, you got to think you're going to go out in a blaze of glory because it was like 10 police cars are chasing him. So you know if you shoot back, if you shoot at the cops, okay, there's absolutely What's the first thing they're going to do. <laughs> That's the first thing a police officer will do. Exactly. What were they trained to do? Well, they were trained to do this. In fact, some of them in li- their school, some <laughs> of them live for it. So you, you pull your truck over, you exit out the passenger door. There's like 10 cops with their doors open. Probably their guns are showing. Right. And, and what do you do? Boom. You, I would say the guy definitely wanted to die, you know, suicide, suicide by cop. I mean, come on. What else What else would you be thinking? I'm going to go out and start shooting cops. Uh, I'm going to be out of bullets here in like eight rounds or 10 rounds or 15 rounds. And there's probably 20 cops out there. Not enough bullets. There's not one episode of Bugs Bunny when Elmer Fudd said, 
I'm going hunting for police officers. No, you didn't say that. Well, I can't speak like Elmer Fudd. You said wabbits. I'm just saying there was uh, not one episode. Oh, there was he, one episode. Not no. one. Yeah. Where he says that. So. Okay. No, he was, I'm hunting wabbits. Uh, anyways, <laughs> so it says uh, multiple law enforcement agencies returned fire and the shooter was fatally injured. Duh. And yeah. it should actually say duh in the article. <laughs> okay. The co-driver was also airlifted to a near nearby hospital with Ooh, life, airlifted. life-threatening injuries. And so... And it actually says 287 is still closed. And this article came out, I believe, this morning, maybe. Um, yes. So the article just came out. So I, I'm guessing it happened either this morning or yesterday. But it is an ongoing investigation right now near Quanta, Texas on 287. And it is a um, a nightmare going on right now. Now, think about this now. Team driving. Let's go back to this. Team driving. You want to be a team driver? Seriously? Well, you better know the person you're teaming with. You know why? For real? You have to be with them 24-7. 24-7. Do you know what that's like? For uh, weeks. For weeks at a time. Weeks. 24-7. You have to also trust them that they're not going to fall asleep while, you're dri- while they're driving. With your life. You, you have to trust them that they're not going to drive like a jackass be swerving all over the road. And you also have to trust that you're going to get along. Mm-hmm. There's so many variables on getting inside... I don't even know how many square feet the inside of it. I've never known this, but I wonder how many square feet the inside of a semi truck is the average. Like say, say like a a seventy two to seventy six inch sleeper condo. What is the average? It's probably like less than fifty to eighty feet of square footage, and and one third of that's the bunk. So you really can't really walk around. You can lay in your bed. There's like about. How many steps can you take in it? And you can actually take away that square footage question for a second. I know you're looking it up, but think about this. What did you did you get it? What is it? Okay, so, so like, what, it's 20, giving me twenty by eight. It's giving me. Um, no, they're not even twenty feet. The bunk from it's, it gave it a dry van and a flatbed, so it didn't give me the bunk. No, no, no. That's you need the semi tractor. Okay, be, because I would say this from the dash. If you think about this, from the dash to the back of the bunk, it's probably what, 12 feet maybe, 14 feet, maybe. But now think about how much actual walking around room is in a semi-truck. It's, you get to stand up between the two seats, you can walk to the bed, and then you can go left or right to your closet or to your refrigerator. There's, there is really no, unless you're in a freaking studio sleeper, okay, like, like Donnie's truck that we, we did a video on where they got a shower and everything back there, there is really no room to be able to coexist, Ruthann. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Think about that. There's not. I mean, yeah. not when you want to have more space than... Right. You know, especially... You know, the worst nightmare that must be for a team driver is when they're sitting there and they have this person come walking up and they have armfuls of gear. It's like, you know, you ever see the, at the oh, airport... You mean, do you mean the team partners? Yeah. He's just meeting he's just the meeting. guy that's getting in his truck and, and he's, he's got loads of stuff yeah. to bring with him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And he's like looking at him like, where is that going to go? Yeah. No, it, it, that's exactly what I'm getting at. Mm-hmm. So I don't care how big your condo is. How much actual walking around room do you have? You don't have crap. You, you could barely pass each other and if you're both heavy set. 
you aren't passing each other in in the aisle because mm-hmm. the aisle, even if you have an automatic, there still isn't much room. It's like literally two steps and you're in the bunk, mm-hmm. one step and you're in the bed. You know, there's there's what three to four steps tops from the dash to the bed. You're not. You absolutely have no room. So my 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 whole point, my whole point to this is this: stop teaming. I'm the only way. The only way I would team is if it was a brother. Okay, a a a wife. And I'm going to tell you something: a personal friend that you've known a long time, you can lose that personal friend real fast by teaming with him. And I've met a lot of people that. They teamed with their best friend, and guess what? They ain't best friends anymore. The only, the only way, there's only one way for a team to be successful besides husband and wife, okay? The only way is if you got two guys that are business-minded, they, they're not, you're not there to be friends. You both know the rules. Mm-hmm. You both know, okay, here's, here's the temperature we're keeping this truck. Here's, here's the, the level of the music we're going to keep this truck at. Here's where we're stopping. Here's how we're going to keep it clean. I'm serious. You've got to have all A respect. Yes. And you have to respect each other. But if you've got two people in that truck that are saying, okay, look, we don't know each other. We're just going to make money. Okay. You sleep. I drive. I sleep. You drive. And that's just going to be us. And we'll, and we'll, and we'll have respect, respect, respect as we're doing this. Mm-hmm. Let's make money and let's keep this truck going. And you know, cause there are people that love teaming. Mm-hmm. Okay. If, if that's the case, you need to have two people that are committed to that because I'm going to tell you something. You get out there and you start teaming with somebody you never met before. And, and within one trip, they're already breaking the rules. I can assure you in a month from now, you'll be fist fighting or you'll be like wanting to get out of there. You'll be calling the company going, I can't, I can't deal with this guy. That's exactly, you know, me, do you know how many times a trainee calls in and says to dispatch, I cannot stand this trainer. It's the same exact thing. And mm-hmm. that's got to be even worse because a trainee really is under the rules of the trainer. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, like you're, you're not getting in a truck you're sharing as a trainee, you're getting in a truck that somebody else already has their whole life, their, their, their sheets in there, their everything. This guy's in this truck all the time. As soon as he's done with me, he's going to keep this truck and get another student. Therefore, he's in charge of this truck. So now you got to get in and not, it's not that you guys are going to have rules together. You got to get in there and follow just his rules mm-hmm. because if you don't, he's going to kick your butt out of there. And, and so I'm totally against teaming. I really am because just because of the lack of respect, the lack of following rules, the way people really are, it's really a nightmare. I'm telling you, I would say more teams don't last together as teams than anything. It takes a lot to, to, it it takes a lot of, of, um, what's the word? I don't know. Hold on. What's the definition of the word? I had, I had the word and then. Men in Black came up when he was going. Well, it takes a lot. It takes a lot of determination to get along. Both both parties have to. If, when you're in that such close quarters, both parties have to have the mindset of we're going to make it work. It's right. like it's like a marriage. When you make your vows, compromise. That's what I was trying to come up. Compromising. Yeah, you got. That's another thing. You got to both want to really respect each other. You both got to want to make it work, and that's a good word. You both got to be able to go. You know, I'm going to compromise when, like, for example, okay, uh, you know, maybe he's in a bad mood. 
mood today, so I'm going to compromise a little and let him get away with a little bit of this rule bending he's doing or whatever the case is. But for the most part, the rules have to be respected and you got to know you can trust each other. If you don't have all that as a team, I'm telling you, that is a scary, slippery slope to get on in a tractor trailer and, and go with some person you've never met before ever. Well, I guess, I, I mean, I think companies, you know, like they have these, these programs, um, the dating site ones, they have those different questionnaires that you have to fill out. I'm sure they have that with, um, truck drive, you know, to be a team, you have to fill out a questionnaire to, to say whether or not they mesh well. Right. You know, I don't know, but that's probably a good idea when you come to these bigger companies. They probably should have some kind of a, 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 I don't know. See, I never teamed like that. So if they don't, boy, would that be a great idea have an app built or, or at least some kind of questionnaire, like you said, what kind of music do you like? I mean, everything, personal yeah, stuff. I mean, it's not a dating site, but, but it's, you know, it's got a lot of other stuff on it that would deal trucking wise. But I'm just saying all of that is going to be, because it's a relationship now that you're going to have with this, this mm-hmm. driver it could be two guys or a guy and a girl, whatever. But like, even if you had questions of what kind of food do you like? Because what if some guy says, yeah, I only like McDonald's and Burger King. I hate, I hate going to diners. You know what I mean? It's like, well, I don't want to go to the fast food joints. Just so many things. You don't want to match people up that really don't want to do what the other person, you know, mm-hmm. likes to do. Because not only are you driving, but there's personal time also. What if you're laid over for a day? Mm-hmm. You know, you really want these two to, to match up. And I think maybe some, I don't know what the personal questions would be, you know, but, you know, from music to do you get hot at night? Do you, do you, do you like cooler temperatures or do you like hotter temperatures? What happens, what happens when you're laid over for a day or two and one guy likes it really cold in the truck and the other guy likes it warm, mm-hmm. you know, and just little things like that. They should be probably, you know, trying to find out if they're going to be more of a team oriented company. I like that. I like that idea with him. So, all right, well, we are going to go ahead and move on. I don't have anything else today. Um, oh, actually I do have something. Um, one second here. Uh, um, I read about a truck stop that's closing and then they're going to reopen. Why are they closing? Renovations? Well, they're changing their names. It was called the Belmont Travel Center in, in, in Wisconsin. And by the way, they had 120 spots for people to park at. So that's a lot of trucking truck parking in Wisconsin that is going to be temporary because they said they're not going to offer parking while they're doing renovations. Hmm. So, but anyways, it was interesting to look at this. It's going to become what's called a quick trip. And to me, quick trip, there's no different than 7-Eleven. You know what I mean? Then, you know, a lot of these, a lot of these truck stops, even Love's, if you go into a Love's, it's like a giant mini market to me. That's what Love's is to me. The ones that we've stopped at. Yeah. They kind of lost their truck. Yeah. Pilot, Pilot started that crap. I think a long time ago when, when they started, um, when, You'd walk into a pilot. I remember back in the day, you'd go into a TA or a, a Flying J, and you always had a nice diner where you could sit down mm-hmm. and get eggs. You know, everybody loves to get pancakes and eggs, a really nice breakfast. Just the smell of a truck stop diner is awesome. And that made it really nice to go to. Well, when you walked into a pilot back in the day, it was, um, what were the sub people with Jared? Subway. No, yeah, Subway. It was like you, you had a Subway, you had showers, then you had your your Slurpees or or your, your, your Fountain Cokes and all the other BS that you got, right? Right. And so 
I think that they're the ones that started marketing the let's make everyone be the exact same and we'll take away this these diners and we'll and we'll put in like a McDonald's or we'll put in a, a the Pizza Huts and the KFCs and stuff. Yeah, we'll put in these fast foods and 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 uh, it'll be all cookie cutter crap, right? And so now this place here, this Wisconsin truck stop, I guess they sold out. I mean, that would be my, my guess. And they had this restaurant. It was called the, let's see here. It says the owners of the popular Wisconsin truck stop say that the location will close for several months and reopen uh, part uh, as part of a convenience store chain. And see, I didn't even see that. I didn't barely even read it. I just seen that. I'm like, I got to bring it on. So there I am. I, so I'm spot on. Yay. I'm going to pat myself on the back. So it's like a convenience store. It's what it is. Who the hell wants a, it? It doesn't even feel homey and welcome. To me, it doesn't. When I walk into one of those loves anymore and I see, okay, there's their sunglasses rack, there's their hot dog rack, and there's their, there's, okay, there's a glass case with some CBs in it. Okay, that represents truckers. To me, it's not really that great of a truck stop. You know what I mean? To where you can be like, to me, the older truck stops, you felt more like you were at your home when you walked in. You walked in, there was a lounge there. You could walk in and sit down and watch TV. You could chill out. There was trucker areas. There was there was um, video games. And there was all kinds of stuff for people that were laid over there for a day or two, the washing machine. I know they still some of them still have that stuff. But it's not set up the way it used to be. And now these, these restaurants, the really good restaurants are kind of going away and going away and going away. And this one here, um, it, it says... Uh, the location is not offering parking. The Belmont Trans offered 120 trucks. I already said that. Um, and it had a restaurant. It was called, I wanted to pull it up, a restaurant up here. Um, da, 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 da. Where's the restaurant at? It was called something. The It was like the Belmont Diner or something like that or whatever the case is. But the bottom line is there was a really nice diner inside the truck stop that is not going to, it looks like that's just going to turn into two for one hot dogs and Coca-Cola. And I guess they're moving the diner somewhere else. Um, I don't know if in that town or somewhere else. So bottom line is, oh, here it is. It's called the Mound View Family Restaurant, right? And they have that closed right now. And it sounds like that's moving and turning into Jimmy's Diner or something like that I was reading. But the bottom line is, and maybe it's not Jimmy's Diner. Maybe Jimmy's Diner is something else they're opening. But it doesn't sound like you're going to have this really nice pancake eggs place. You know, maybe what's what's really nice for lunch or dinner? An open face roast beef sandwich, you know, mashed potatoes, gravy, BLTs, BLTs, salad, you know, deep fried chicken, fried steak, all that stuff, right? Grandma's cooking, all like chops. Everybody loves grandma's cooking. Well, guess what? We're moving now to McDonald's cooking. And, 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 and junk food cooking. And I'll be honest with you, I'm not a big favor of, of moves like this. You know, if I'm not, if now, now listen, they could surprise me and go, no, we're not closing the restaurant part. But to me, it looks like you're not going to have that restaurant there. Now, if you are, that's still awesome, but it would kind of contradict with your convenience store of selling all your hot dogs and everything else that you're trying to push. So, I mean, then again, there's a country, the country kitchen, is over here at the TA, and they also have the convenience store out front. See, that's not bad when you do that. But when you take away the the amenities of a trucker being able to just go, hey... You're taking I've, away this, the, 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 the actual meaning of truck stop. Yeah, I mean, when when I think of a truck stop, I think of I think of a place for lunch I can get chili. Yeah, food it, you know, and, yeah. and convenience, but you also have, you know, 
little gadgets that that the truckers got. You know what I mean? Yeah, like and, little and stuff. And you're sitting there at lunch, and you got someone to talk to. There's other truckers. You, a lot of times, you strike up conversations. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, it's it's a different it's a different deal when you walk in and Popeyes is there or or McDonald's is there. You know what I mean? Or, mm-hmm. or like I said, like this that loves up on I ten. I don't. I didn't see any kind of a diner. I think they have a McDonald's attached to There's it. There's a right? McDonald's attached to it, and honestly, I don't. I I don't like. Uh, we go in there, and when you walk in, the people, the employees there of of the Loves, those that section of it, they're nice. But you walk in, if you don't want the Subway and the McDonald's and all that stuff that they actually are offering there, then you have. Um, the their hot dogs yeah. and 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 like a couple of, of of a fruit cup and stuff like you have that there but it's, it's a, not it's a convenience though yeah, like it's they, not that's what most of them really are anymore and, and look maybe i'm just a whiny baby maybe there's people out there going i like i like the two for one hot dogs guess what you it's can, good for something quick but when you want to eat yeah you know i like to eat food i mean you know what when you're on the road it's nice if you're laid over, if you're sitting somewhere for 10 hours. It's nice to have a place that feels relaxing. I don't feel relaxed if I have to go sit and hang out at 7-Eleven. And to me, some of these truck stops now are 7-Eleven. No, That's I agree. Really, really bottom line. I agree. You don't, I you don't have that, that comfort. You don't have a lounge that you can go and just stretch out at and watch something. Or even even yeah. if you're not gonna go and watch, because they used to have the TVs and the lounges where they could the exactly. drivers could watch movies and do different stuff. Even if you're not gonna, they don't have that. Just a place where you can sit down and just feel like a, you're in a a a recliner versus stuck in your truck. You know, if you just want to chill out, um, they used to have the arcades in there. You know, yeah, what's I'm saying? Some used to have all of this different stuff in the in the truckers. Some can, of them, some of them still do. Yeah, they just don't. But a lot of them have gotten away from it. So time to move on. Uh, do you have the word of the day today? I do. And I'm going to tell you. What do you got? I was actually surprised. Now, I, I don't know all words. You know, of course I don't. But when you hear a word and you always associate it with something specific, when you find out what the re- what one of the real definitions are, it really come kind of throws you off so i'm gonna sh- play this one ready go ahead galvanize galvanize mm-hmm. galvanize mm-hmm. so you make something galvanized i mean you want to hear what the first real actual definition of it yeah shock or excite someone into action so when you galvanize somebody you shock you 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 get them moving toronto raptors star Kwai Leonard galvanized Canada into basketball fandom. Hmm. Galvanized. That's what the actual, because there's always usually, you know, there's one definition and there might be more. The second definition mm-hmm. would then be coat iron or steel with protective layer of zinc. That's what, That's I, was what I was thinking. Right. <laughs> but no, I never knew galvanized. The actual first definition of it is to shock in- or psych- excite someone into action. Excite somebody into action. Mm-hmm. You've been galvanized. Mm-hmm. Nice. That's yeah. different. Thank yeah. you for that, actually. You're welcome. I like when I learn something. We're a genius. We're a genius. That's right. We should actually let them know that the words always come from word genius, mm-hmm. and they're, it's a free place to get a, a new word if you want to be smart like Ruth Ann. Go to Word Genius and download it. Uh, honestly, it's it's free, and uh, they're not a sponsor, but we, we like to uh, post their words so people know who they are. Anyways, 
Ruthann, we're out of here. Peace. Peace. Praise the Lord.